0: morning, everyone, and welcome to another week of the Sunday oh, Sports Wrap. Yes, yeah, Stewie's a bit slow on the old button. A very happy Mother's Day to all our wonderful mums out there this morning. We hope you've been thoroughly spoiled. It's
1: Mother's Day? It's Mother's oh, Day. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dangerous, Robinson.
0: <laughs> Quick, get on the phone. Well, I'm Lisa Johns, and with me in the red corner is Stuart Maurice. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Uh,
1: I'm still coughing and barking. St- I re- Six weeks of you this, should, I've had enough.
0: You should do something about this illness. I've
1: been to the doctor twice. Find had, a new doctor. I've had tests. Like,
2: like we said earlier, Lisa, injection time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lethal.
0: Lethal <laughs> injection time. And in the blue corner is Hamish Solons. Good morning, Ham. How are you?
2: No, I'm, I'm almost a broken man, <clears throat> I reckon.
0: Almost? Yeah. Why is that?
2: Because... <clears throat> You know, the wife is away at the moment. Mm. I'm I'm running things.
0: You left a whole court.
2: You know, timely. Guess who came to my saviour? Your mum. My mum. Oh bless her. Yeah. So. so she's
0: here for Mother's Day.
2: She's here for Mother's oh, Day. That's she's good time. currently probably.
0: You better double the gifts.
2: Giving the littlest guy milk at the moment as we speak.
0: Oh, that's very nice. How's everyone's week been? Stu, you still gloating about Sunday's Stellar Dragons win over the Smarmy Storm?
1: Oh, I love it when we beat the Storm. It doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen. I've hated those mongrels since 1999.
0: <laughs> and hey the doggies are back in the winner's circle. Oh,
2: the doggies. I'm still going to whinge about them though. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> and my mighty swan's dispatched of Hawthorne. Uh, victory is sweeter against the Hawks in Hawktown, so it's been it's a very like good week for We're a happy well. little
2: studio in here today. We are very happy. Today's today. game will be good.
0: Uh, yes, against the, the Dragons and the Rabbits, yeah. you
1: mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. the
2: Rabbitos, I tell you what, they're not a bad outfit at the moment, are they, mm.
1: Stuart? Uh,
2: I know, there's a thing in the family with, with you and yes. the Rabbidoes, isn't no,
1: there? I come from the South area. Yeah. Wife's a South supporter, all her family are.
0: Oh, it's a big day for you guys then. A lot of the experts are tipping the rabbits.
2: You see a little worry on Stuart's face.
0: Oh, but he is always Mr. Pessimist. Yeah. Well, last week, I,
2: I like, ex- remember,
1: the storm we're always going to be. I never expect to win. It's mm. always, and it's always so good when you do. But if you lose, well, you, well, I didn't expect to win, so it's all right.
0: Oh, you can't live life half glass full.
1: Why not? Half <laughs> empty, I've done half it empty, three. not full. I've three. done it 61, <laughs> 61 years. Give oh. me a break.
0: well in the world of sport there's no such thing as an off season the wheels just keep churning and it is our job to keep you all up to date we've got all the nrl news afl gets a guernsey we'll have a few deliveries of cricket we've got some aussie abroad news to keep you really up to international standards and of course it's that time of year when the colors of blue and maroon become the most talked about on the painter's palette, and we will join the forecasters with our thoughts. So finish cooking off your mum's pancakes and let the tea brew because we got a show to get started. Let's talk cricket. It's something we all agree upon in here. During the week, the ICC, oh sorry, I mean the BCCI put a full stop in the negotiations with Cricket Australia regarding the Adelaide test match. It will not be a day-night test match. And Instagram will be a very mundane affair with no summer sunset photos this year.
1: I know. Why don't we just say, OK, don't bother coming?
0: Because they need the moolah. They got plenty Cricket, of moolah. Cricket Australia need the moolah. They got plenty of moolah. Yeah. India bring a lot of moolah.
1: Yeah, I think if you just said, OK, don't bother coming, they'd back down. We just bow and scrape to these mongrels, and I'm sick and tired of them. I've had enough of India, I've had enough of their standover tactics. Uh, the way they hold themselves. The board you're talking them. about, right? Uh, the <laughs> players, the board. <laughs> I'm, I'm really over him, I think he refers to cricket. Yeah. The cricket. The cricket, not the yes. nation.
2: Yeah. Well, I think he's got a point though.
0: They are bullies, aren't they? Well, yeah. Play I mean, it on our terms, or don't play it. At yeah, all.
2: exactly. I mean, it's a situation, you know. Maybe we don't want to go and. Play on rolled mud anymore?
1: Exactly.
0: Well, that's it. We turn up to India yeah. and that pitch that they produced yeah. for us to play on. And we
1: just say, Whoa. yeah, sure, okay, whatever.
2: You know, you just you, if you if you play away, you've got to deal with the, yeah. the idiosyncrasies of being in another country and and whatever.
1: All they're interested in is where we can play and, and the how conditions we can play and how we can win. Yeah. Well, they've also stipulated that Perth was not to be
0: the first Test match. Nor was Brisbane. Australia have got a really good past record of playing in Brisbane. They're hard to beat there. So India said Brisbane should not be our first Test match. We don't want to go to Perth because we don't want that to be our first Test match. We'll go to Adelaide. A very flat, mundane pitch that doesn't do too much during the daytime. Yep. Not night time.
1: And the CA just said, yes, sir.
0: Well, I I think they, they kind of continued the negotiations for a while, but... The feeling is that they were worried India were going
1: to go, okay, well, we're not coming. Yeah. And I would have been happy with that. Bring in the bangers. Yeah, but
2: unfortunately... Like they gave
1: the bangers the flick. <laughs> they said, oh, you know, not not enough money in it for you guys. I reckon yeah. if they come across, people would go out and watch them. I, for one, am thinking seriously of not going out there to see you this year. Oh, it's the boycott. I'm. I'm over them. I'm really over them.
2: It's, it's, they've got just the power of population. Mm. The numbers, and I suppose... It's hard to argue with when you're thinking about uh, a series in Australia, how many people does eventually go back to in India and whatnot. But it's just, I just think, you know, if you're a Virat Collie, don't you want to be challenged in different conditions just to be able to say, yes, I am one of the greatest batsmen in the world because I can play in anyone's conditions, you
1: know? He's just just shown his true colours by... uh declining to play in this upcoming test match against a, an emerging nation to go and play uh, in, in England with these uh, county side.
2: Yeah. And look, they have no problems playing uh, the IPL at night time, do they? Yeah. So it's not a night time thing. It's just that obviously... Um...
1: Yeah. You have got you have an advantage here, but we're not going to give you that.
0: Yep. Yeah. So India have not, never played a day-night test match. or Australia have played three now. <coughs> And the, as I said, we said last week, England had reservations about playing it, yep. as did New Zealand, but they both all came out and, and played it. Yep. Uh, they enjoyed it. And now Kiwis are even doing it themselves. Well, surely it's
2: the way of the future.
0: It has to be. For people, cricket. People but, are worried test cricket is dying. Yep. Uh, yeah, It's thing, getting bums on seats in Adelaide. Well,
1: that's the thing, at least if you had the day night test, people can come to it. Yep. At the moment, you've got five days, only two of them can be on a weekend. Yep. So. Um, the other three days unless we go to the, the Beatles
2: week. system of eight days a week
1: yeah
2: now the <laughs> thing I, we need to hear from India is why they don't want to play it. we need a reason we need because some solid reasoning behind the fact
0: we that we don't like it because they don't want to lose no reason has been given that I'm aware of that I could find yeah. no reason's been given but you, you read between the lines if they're stipulating where they want to play yeah. and how they want to play yeah. it's about winning and losing a sad state of affairs hate them hate them hate them <laughs> well during the week the teams to tour england for an odi and t20 series was announced the first team under the reign of new coach justin langer nathan lyon has finally been included in the short format uh, but what was interesting was the inclusion of state discard nick Maddinson. he's without a state as is Firewood armored. no one wants them for sheffield shield yet madison finds himself in the green and gold Yes, go very figure. interesting. Very go interesting.
2: Figure. The message I get from all of that with Manson is that New South Wales are probably trying to do him a favour, saying, "Look, you're stalling here in New South Wales. You need to spread your wings. You need to do what so many cricketers have done before, and go and find a, a new home and reason and purpose to succeed." And
0: but no one else wants him. He's being, oh, he's got a stupid haircut. He's been paraded around to the other states. I think Victoria was a little bit interested. No, mm. they've all pulled the pin. No, he's homeless.
2: Yeah, and but yet he's just been included in Australian.
0: <laughs> maybe, so, maybe that will be an incentive to someone to take him, pick him up. Possibly. If Justin Langer thinks he's one of the, the top batsmen
2: oh, still. So, so now that he's in the, surely now that he's in the ODI team someone will a state will pick him up if not like the the shield games aside Mm. for the one day tournament that they have at the start of the season yeah maybe is it the blt
0: yeah the barbecue matadors cup or something whatever it is this year anyway interesting
2: it's a it's a it's an interesting
0: one watch this space people
1: we're heading off to england
0: We are heading off to England.
1: We've got a couple of warm-up games on the 7th of June against Sussex and the 9th of June against Middlesex. And then a couple of ODIs against the Poms on 13 June and 16 June.
0: There's five ODIs and five T20s. And Pakistan and Zimbabwe will join for the T20s and it'll be a bit of a quad series affair.
2: And in a bit of relating local news... I was at a cricket presentation last night with Curtis Patterson where he told me that he had just been given a call from the selectors that he was on standby should uh, there be any issues or injuries. Oh. So he's, he's in their thoughts, obviously, which is oh, yeah. great. Um, Curtis Patterson, obviously New South Wales player and um, more importantly, a, a St. George and yeah. a local product of the St. George area. So uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, That's good to hear. So Hopefully,
0: he'll get his chance at some point.
2: Well, if he does, it means someone's probably gone down. But <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we don't wish that on it was, people. It was but... interesting to, I guess, note that the selectors do let um, yeah, the players they, yeah, well, they do, know yeah, yeah. so that I guess that you know they, they can prepare just in case. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they've got to have their, their backup plans,
0: of course. Well, it's one of my favourite rounds in the NRL with Indigenous round where we get to celebrate the Indigenous players past and present who have contributed to the game in extraordinary ways. Kicking us off on Thursday night, the West Tigers took on the Cowboys back at their spiritual home ground that have the Tigers all but put a sword to the Cowboys' season. It's looking
2: a bit that way, isn't it? They don't need to be losing any more games, put it that way. And that would have been one game that they would have been hopeful of winning, especially with the Tigers being down for the last three rounds. But
1: it shoved it right up Greenberg's backside. They had a Thursday night game at Leichhardt Oval, and they packed the joint out. All he wants to do is, let's
0: play everything in the big grounds. Yeah, well, look at Cogra Oval last week. Mm. How many? I think 17,000 or 19. something. 19,000. J- jam-packed. Yep. Thursday night at Leichhardt, 13,000.
1: Yeah. Thursday night, that's not a, oh, never been a big drawing.
0: Friday night, night wasn't it, at Allianz, at uh, 10,000. Mm. Mm. So it drops Interesting. Off. Did you know that Jonathan Thurston has never beaten the Tigers when the games have been played in New South Wales?
2: I didn't know that until I saw footage of that <laughs> bloke in his Balmain... Uh, tracksuit or whatever it was, or jersey, uh, absolutely laying into the Cowboys. I don't know. They like, won't be able to talk for a week. <laughs> Have you seen it, Lisa? No, no, I don't <laughs> that one. <laughs> it's classic stuff. Classic stuff.
0: Mahe uh... Ma Fanua. What a machine and what a mullet.
2: Uh, he's, he's good. I've got him in my fantasy team purely based on the quality of his mullet and he's picking up quality points, which, you know, that translates <clears throat> into his doing... Some good work.
0: Oh, he was, his numbers every- he are was good. everywhere on yeah. Thursday night. It was
2: hard, hard not to sort of um, miss <laughs> him if you know <laughs> what I mean. No, yeah. not
0: with that mullet either. Did we expect this sort of form from Benji Marshall? Uh, did he play that well? I think so. I think he's playing really well.
2: I think, the, I
0: think he's he's yeah. managing the games really well yeah. and uh, marshalling huh, the troops. I,
2: I think uh, the feeling was that in recent times he was starting to get back to his old tricks of going sideways a little bit. So perhaps, you know, uh, the message was received and, and part of their improvement was the fact that uh, he played a little straighter. Mm. I, yeah. I think
0: he's having a good season.
1: Yeah, I, I, well, I, I, been I'm, a... I'm happy with Brooks. I think Brooks is playing really well. Though. Yeah, oh, it's both together. I'll tell you yeah. what, he
2: can't be too far away from being in the origin radar. No,
1: uh, never. never. If, if Pierce was not injured, he'd be in the side. And he's not half the player of these other blokes so are. Yeah, well, I think picked, I uh, think
2: Pierce being injured has done everyone a favour, a favour because mm. I think it's time it, to. It, it's
1: opened up a spot, but I think they'll play. Oh, we'll cover that later. But I think they'll yeah. play Maloney
2: at half. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I mean, there's still there's still room for someone, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah,
0: and and Luke Brooks he's playing yeah. really well for the Tigers. He, I, I'm
2: just saying, I think he's he's been very good this yeah. year, obviously, yeah. and 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 he deserves some sort of. Uh, look in. Not, I don't think he's there yet, mm. but he should certainly be on the
1: radar. Yeah, he certainly surprised me with his speed to take that intercept and mm. race the length of field. He to was score. very quick, wasn't he? Yeah. very quick. And uh, poor old Thurston. He's you know, there was a turnstile there. I'm still think he's played a year too long. He's doing a little few things in attack, but yeah. his defence is very suspect. I agree. He's, 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 a, he's a yard behind what he used to be. Mm,
0: yeah. I wanted to call it in round two that yeah. <laughs> he's gone a year too far, but everyone's like, No, don't bag a champion. Yeah. So I left it. Oh, I'm s- but I'm thinking that his final season is is yeah. I don't know, it looks all but over for the champion.
2: I'm still there and I think, you know the Cowboys will have to just cop that if the guy deserves you know what he a year to go out if that's what he wanted. Um but I still think there there's a little Potential for him to improve and, and to, yeah. to find his form again. I'm
0: wondering if they're carrying some niggling injuries, particularly Ma- Michael Morgan. Yeah, he looks. Well, you know, pedestrian.
2: If, if Morgan to, to me has been the out of form player.
0: Absolutely. And if, if
2: Morgan's in form, then I guess there's less focus on Thurston, if you know what I mean. <coughs> now, Keep in mind that there's been drama in the camp as well. Yeah, not so, a great week for the Cowboys. I don't Cowboys. think I don't think their preparation. I'm surprised to see him come out and play. Destruction. Well, you know, it shows a little. I think it shows a little weakness on on part of the yeah. the from Cowboys. I, I think he should have probably been stood down until there's a verdict.
0: Well, he expected not to pursue. So we're talking about Scott Bolton, obviously, yep. in the saga from last week. Yep. Um, he's been charged. He didn't expect to play, I don't think. He actually went back up to North Queensland. The team stayed down in New South Wales this year, um, this this week. Uh, but yeah, he did play, and I was surprised too.
1: Yeah. But I thought actually, uh, also had their game. Masters and Packer, oh, Packer come out and had a blinder. First game back after injury. He's really. Turn the corner, I think. Well, yeah, so there,
0: yeah. there you go. On one team, we've got we've yeah. got a naughty boy, and we've got a team, a reformed naughty boy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, we've got to give some place. And to I've change.
2: got to say, I'm a massive fan of Masters. I think he is the real deal, a quality he's player. He's a master. He's, well, he's fast becoming a master. He's young, so he's, he's yeah. got, but he's, he's done some great stuff, and, and he's very popular <laughs> with uh, the Tigers supporters for, mm. for good reason.
0: Well, held together by more strapping tape than you can poke a stick at, the Panthers headed up the freeway and came home with the points, defeating the Knights. Now I have to say I tipped the Knights, and I very much dislike Connor Watson right now. He cost me my tip.
2: Yeah, with
0: a, an 18-point turnaround, he robbed his own team 12 points. 12 points when he when he tackled the the marker and and ripped him out of defense when there was an absolute try under the post that went begging because of his indiscretion and then he's flying down the wing and and all he had to do was pass the ball into his inside player do you think he could pass it that <laughs> no <laughs> and so it turned around the opposition picked it up scored. and they scored that was, a, that was
2: actually quite an exciting try. we gifted
0: another six points so there's an 18 point turnaround there yeah that had that all gone smoothly, yep. the, the knights would have come away with the victory so I'm not happy.
2: I thought the knights at that time were just starting to show an ascendancy.
0: yeah they were and then they, they killed stupidity. them stupidity
2: yeah, it killed them but credit also to <coughs> Tyrone Peachy I thought he had an absolute blinder oh yes especially he, particularly he, in the first half. he's he a well. little guy he's slippery and hard to contain and mm. strong
0: what did we make of the referee? In this game, I thought I thought the Panthers were patchy, yep. uh, but they they were on the right side of the whistle. Uh, there was a number of repeated offside offences that completely went unpenalised, and they were they weren't just little ones. It was quite obvious yep. that they were, that you know at one point the player standing next to the referee is two meters in front of him.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. There's there's going to be things each week, isn't there? There's they're just they're not getting it right.
1: I seem to think it's it's the worst I've seen in the history of the game. They really.
0: This game, or at the moment, the general uh, tone. General. Okay. Generally,
1: they're just they've decided they're going to penalise. Now, if you can hold the ball in the opposition's ten metre line, ten metre area mm. for five tackles, you're going to get another set. Oh yeah. It's just continually 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 and i don't know what they're going on about we'll have to stop the game now and give you a warning yeah there's no need for a warning yeah uh, they're doing the, you know what they're doing deliberately yeah just put them in the bin i've got to say i'm a little
2: confused by some of the decisions that are made but i think um Penriff were were rewarded i think in in many ways with the return of wallace that sort of solved yeah. a few issues for them i think given that the uh the injury list is pretty big it was a bit of a, a timely return and clearly seems not too far away so you know what next week they're, they're sneaking their way up the charts i think they're in second position now aren't they, they? are yeah yeah uh and that's with with some <laughs> players to return now please someone explain to me how trent Merrin played did you well, see his his x-ray
0: yes i did so people were talking about it being a compound fracture dislocation. It yep. wasn't. A, it wasn't a fracture. No, it, was a dislocation. it was just. It was merely. Di- merely. It yep. was just a dislocation, and it, however, it did break the skin. So not, it's not often dislocations oh. split the skin, but yep. it, it happened to do that this time. So it was simply a case of put a know, on it you be Putting right. it back in and making sure the wound doesn't get infected. Yeah. So. Oh, okay uh it, it, yeah
2: so uh, not a, not really everyone, that much of a not surprise not much of a big deal from a medical, point, from of a medical point of well, view it's
1: a big one for me i dislocated my little finger playing netball yep. she wouldn't put it back in for me yeah, because i netball. turned up too late It was 10 10 minutes after it happened okay no, let's just let's and just, and just stop I, then right then there I had to go to the hospital and i couldn't, so couldn't play golf now. for six weeks is that your
2: worst ever injury dislocate hang on let me just say this dislocating your little pinky playing netball. Oh, Stewie.
1: <laughs> no, I dislocated my elbow playing touch football. Oh, it's oh. a hard one to dislocate.
2: Okay, yeah. well, that sounds more, more totally. like an injury. Thank yeah. you very much, Stewie.
0: What's your worst injury, home?
2: Um I've had a full reconstruction on my left shoulder. From Happened yeah. in my first game in first grade. Oh. I was going for a catch and uh, my elbow hit the, the practice wickets at Hurstville Oval. There you go. Put it out, played the rest of the season and did more damage. Whoa. Yeah, it was a big one. It was a big
0: yeah. one. My, my worst injury is not a sporting injury.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh
1: sorry, you stuck, stuck your foot under a lawn, I, did. I. I did. Oh,
2: jeez. Yeah, I had an injury, a funny injury like that, where I got hit by a boomerang in the head.
1: <laughs> did the boomerang <laughs> did come back? back?
2: <laughs> the boomerang stopped right then and there. In your head? Uh, it, it cut me. <laughs> cut me deep. Yes,
1: I sliced my head open catching one.
2: Uh, did you? Yeah. You're dangerous, I tried to, those boomerangs. I'm to catch up yeah, yeah, like, like that. Sort of like that. Got a uh, I think, I think um, our, our problems might be we just not indigenous.
1: Well, I lived at La Perouse. Oh, well, that's close. I grew up with the lads, with the yep. fellas. Yep. But they didn't teach Are me Are they, me they the catch
0: Irish? It?
2: Can I ask <laughs> one fellas. more question whilst we're on the, the topic of um, the indigenous round? Yes. How do you feel? What were your thoughts? And I'm still undecided about this myself. On the Australian anthem being sung in one of the uh, indigenous dialects, did you?
1: Oh, I, think right. be- I
2: think it was before the Bulldogs. Got it's uh,
1: I I actually know. been before all of them, I think.
3: Yeah,
2: well, I'd imagine it would be. Yeah. I- I've only seen it, and I-, I got a bit of a surprise, and I was thinking to myself, I, I think I'd much prefer to hear a traditional indigenous piece. I, I
0: can't say I've heard it, so this is the first yeah. time. I-, I've... I mean, it
2: was nice, but I just thought. Oh, if I was an Indigenous person, I don't know how I'd feel about it, to be truthful. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, I I don't think they actually like our anthem. <laughs> yeah, well... I, yeah,
2: but but it's anyway... But it's hard a, to comment not being Indigenous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but
1: uh, I, yeah, that's the good thing about the Kiwi National Anthem where it's sung. Yes. Think, but the problem, yeah. problem is with this, the Aboriginal, there's something like a, a hundred odd di- different languages. Dialects, yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. know which one you pick and does anybody actually even understand it? I don't yeah. know.
2: Well, that's the thing, you know who who comes together and and ticks off because there's a lot of protocols when you when you're dealing with mm. um, indigenous stuff. Mm. If you if you want to include stuff in books and stuff like that, you, you've got to get it all checked off. So uh, it'd be interesting, but I mean, like in saying that, it's great to see the players get the recognition
0: yeah.
2: uh, during these games, and they stand up, uh, mm. and and you you actually realise. Um, how many of them are there playing in the NRL? Yeah.
1: Well, that's a, as I say, going back to the, the Kiwis, that brings their two groups together yep. always by the way they sing that national anthem in both yeah, languages. Yeah. And maybe it's something we can look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I tell you what we need to, to follow and report on is the Indigenous Cricket Tour to England. We coming, will.
0: Yeah, it's coming up. We will most that. certainly. Got a couple of uh, the girls from my club playing for the yeah, women. absolutely. So.
2: And we've got a couple of Kingsport girls in there and... Ash Gardner, who's the yeah, captain of captain. the Indigenous Girls.
0: Wonderful. Well, we will report on that as we continue in our NRL. Haim, this is your this is your match. The Bulldogs and the Eels. It was a battle of the cellar dwellers, and it was the Eels left clutching the wooden spoon for the moment, with Dogs coming away twenty to twelve.
2: Yeah, pretty pretty average game to be truthful. There's uh, a few highlights, but both teams really didn't didn't perform well. Mm. Uh, and I'm still not completely happy. I thought the Bulldogs would play well because I think there's quite a bit of pressure on Woods, Clemmer and Jackson for their state of origin
1: spots. I'd say their spots are gone. Uh, oh, it's, it's
2: I an think interesting you'll find one, Clemmer's though. in there. It, it, it's an interesting one because uh, to be truthful, I, I'd be more than happy for them to be overlooked <laughs> because I think it'll send a message um, t- to them to, to lift their act. Well, mm. yeah, they should know that anyway. And it's, I, I think... They're copying a lot. I think they're, they're, they're not, it's not like they're not giving it their all. They are trying, but there needs to be more. If you're playing at that level, there needs to be more. Yeah. What is very evident for the Bulldogs is a very poor kicking
1: game. Well, I've just put a, a big asterisk here. The worst buy of 2018, Kieran Foran. He is absolutely terrible.
0: Kieran, for- oh, yeah, I'd say he's up there with Malo- um, Malone. Um, not Maloney. Uh, Moylan.
2: Moylan. Jack Burt. He's not Oh. Yeah.
0: We should do a segment on that next I'm week still hopeful. I'm
2: still hopeful for Foran. Um, we're into, mind you, how are we into 10 rounds already?
0: It's crazy. It's
2: gone so quick. But yeah, so by now, but the kicking game is not. Not good enough at this stage. He is he is giving and he is running forward and stuff like that. But there just needs to be a bit more creativity, <coughs> better kicking game. Uh, he can't catch. Uh,
1: so what, what do we think about the try denied to Jennings? Yeah,
2: it was. Could have
1: gone either way. Yeah, and I think Voss. I'm I'm
2: trying not to be. I'm try- I don't think it was a try. But yeah. I'm a, it probably yeah, I, sounds I, I, like that because I think I'm a Ed, Bulldog Andrew supporter.
1: Voss pretty well summed up. He said, if it had been a defending player trying to touch it down, yeah. they probably would have said he ground it. Yeah. And the thing was, the ball's on the ground. The ball's yeah. on the ground. All he has to do is touch it with a finger. Yeah. It's a try. Yeah. He touched it with a finger. It rolled, but it, he touched it.
2: Isn't there something to do with, you know, once you touch it, to have some sort of, um, you know, to end up with the ball Not, somewhat? No. uh
1: just need to uh, apply downward, downward pressure, pressure yeah
2: the ball which you know if you and, and, if and you, you look if you slow it down it's easy to call uh, but I, he he didn't really have control of it
1: Oh, well, if you looked at the try they gave to St George's the other week mm-hmm. no, that was just a clanger yeah, that was, a, that, that, was that, an that, that was a good old uh, NFL spike mm.
2: yeah
0: well, during the week, the Morris Twins raised a few eyebrows when they came out and said, we've got more years left in us. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, didn't they prove the doubters wrong on... Well, I they thought, played really yeah, well. I
2: thought they were really good, but I don't think it's any secret that they'll be heading off to, to England. That's my call on, yeah. on that one. The dash um, for cash. Well, and yeah, I, I suppose, you know, despite playing really well with a lot of ticker, I thought, hmm. you know, it, it's probably now time... Um, are they still com- competing uh, speed wise where they yeah, were? Brett's nowhere near as
1: quick as he used to be,
2: Yeah.
0: They're definitely in their twilight years. Yeah. But they're claiming I mean, that they've got more to give.
2: I think, you know, one of the things that you've got to give at, at their age is, it, is experience and the help uh, to, to the younger players coming through. Um, but, you know, I think. Hard to keep both of them; they're they're a, t- they're a package almost, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, it's sad to see them gone. They've had a, a very a, well, great careers, haven't they? Yeah, playing at the highest level. But uh, you know, I think I think you'll we'll be seeing them playing England.
1: Uh, uh, just quickly, the turning point of the game: French takes a bomb with a foot on the try line, and Klein says, "Nah, it took it in the field of play," oh, and and got tackled in goal, goal line dropout. Canterbury win,
2: thanks to a nice air swing from. Uh, yes. Gutherson.
1: Um, I, I
2: thought he had part of his foot in the field of play. I
1: thought he had part of his foot on the line. He did have part of his foot part on the line. the foot line. on the line is in. It's in the, even in, if part of your in foot golf. doesn't matter. And have to have it. It's the
0: same as it, if you're t- catching t- it out, out yeah. on the full off the kick off yeah. and whatnot.
1: And I uh, think they, uh, they they go to that NRL bunker every now and again. They say when there's no one even claiming each other. I yeah. uh, have no try, but just checking uh, so to get a ruling. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. The one, thing,
2: the one thing I will give the dogs is they defended well, I thought. Okay. They're yeah. still not scoring points though. Eight points in no. that second half.
0: Well, look, a win's a win. Let's not...
2: I'll take the two points. Yeah, exactly. Particularly over Parramatta.
0: The Warriors and the Roosters game yesterday, the Sean Johnson equation had more weight added to its reliability with a poor performance. From the Warriors over the Dutch, minus their mm. captain.
2: No Johnson, no win. No, seems not a
0: sequence, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And just keeps getting proved correct each made, time. Made
2: worse by you no know, Luke as well.
0: I did catch <coughs> the um, pre-game Indigenous celebration for this one. What a what a wonderful show of respect and celebration with the Australian and New Zealand culture, um, with the teams participating in a traditional Maori ceremony prior to the game. Yep. I was absolutely
1: they have a hungy, do they? Sorry? They have a hungy.
0: What's that?
2: That's where they cooked their meat underground. Under the the ground,
0: yeah. No, they didn't. Oh, but it was compelling viewing nonetheless and oh, look the roosters I were very respectful yeah. and they participated and the, the warriors celebrate their Maori culture and it was just fantastic. I really enjoyed it.
2: I did I must admit when I caught that game after the start, um, was there any significance to the uh, Warriors jerseys?
0: <laughs> I, I wasn't familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, no, I'm not sure.
1: But but they've just got to have a... That's their 33rd one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, do like a jersey. <laughs> churning no,
0: no. out the jerseys to get the uh, merchandise. The, the game started out really scrappy for both teams, but I think yep. the Roosters settled, mm. obviously, uh, but the Warriors just didn't, and they were, they were unable to get over the paint. They, they didn't even bother. The scoreboard with a single point all no. game. It
2: got a bit nasty towards the end too, huh?
1: Uh, well, you've got uh, idiots like Napa and uh, Rui Hargraves. Oh, fair to come.
2: Yeah.
1: Are they the two two of the biggest boneheads in the game? I,
2: I tell you what, though, Napa was brutal.
1: Oh, look, he, he, he cops a hit. Yeah. You can just see the
0: rage in his eyes. Yeah. And the next hit that he produces is yeah. massive. Yeah, he a, has
1: one good game every year. Yeah. Origin. Just before Origin. <laughs> he, Or just
0: to get him in the Origin team.
2: He, he put on some hits, and the Warriors now have a few injury concerns yeah. themselves because the guy they had covering for Sean Johnson went down. And he did. He's, he looks like he's going to A number
0: of head in injuries <laughs> during that game as well. Yeah. Uh, look, Kyrian and Latrell Mitchell for me with the standouts mm-hmm. for the Roosters. Yep. Got to get Latrell some more ball because
1: whew, he can yeah. use it well. As much as I hate the Roosters, he should be in the origin side yeah. whether, whether they have the courage to pick him. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't think they will because he can – he's still
1: young. It's a, he's big, one. It's a big one. Well, I he's still learning his craft. He's got a lot of talent. Yeah. You know, thing. people say he's the next GI. Yeah, well, the thing is, Queensland, don't worry about it. If you're a good enough, they'll play you. Yeah. Well, yeah. New South Wales, oh, no, he's too young. Mm.
2: Yeah, You'd think too much, perhaps. Yeah. Tedesco is pretty good too.
0: Yeah, he's okay, yeah. yeah. He's yeah,
2: still – He's been up and down, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Him and Trebojevic yeah. are sort of fighting over this – position for the state of origin yeah. and they've both been playing terribly and all of a sudden they both come back to form yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this round one good thing coming out of the game uh, for the warriors is that i have a new favorite player
1: Ooh. who's that then
0: isaiah papalihi that's his name papalihi hmm. what an awesome name it's like watford
2: oh okay isaiah so papalihi this is how lisa <laughs> Determines her favourite players yeah. on the sound of their names. How, how
0: cool is that? That's Papa how Li- she picks
1: horses. I like, the colour of
0: that
2: one. I will give you something.
0: You like Papalihi Le- too?
2: Well, I do now. <laughs> but haven't the Warriors just got the best hair in the NRL? <laughs> they're if they're not like bordering rap gangs, dash rock bands, <laughs>
0: froze. Oh. They're great. Look, they didn't have a great game, but at least they have good hair. Oh,
2: serious. (laughs) Tohu Harris. Like, get on stage. (laughs) Belt it out. It's oh, looking great. Oh, dear. Me up so Let's
0: deep. move on to a team with sensible haircuts. Uh, the Storm and the Titans is the first of the doubleheader at the poorly surfaced Suncorp Stadium where the grass is better off being looked at and not run on.
2: It was, it was a bit better than last week. It though. was better. Yeah. Needed Six, to with but two games. Still poor. The second,
1: second game has started to fall apart. Still
0: yeah. poor. Credit to the Titans. They were gallant in defeat with an ever-depleting side. Well, One stage they had no bench. You know yeah.
2: what? They won the first half. No. I thought they outplayed the, and they showed signs of brilliance, and they <coughs> regularly broke the line.
1: Yeah, yeah. they just uh, uh, they ran out of players. Yeah. They sent a bloke back on the field with a broken wrist. Broken wrist, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and the referees also didn't help them at all. The penalty count, the storm just rolled under the penalty count. <sighs> that first half, the
0: storm were very storm like, but yeah. not in a uh, big talking point that's come out of it. Uh, what do we make of Cam Smith's drumstick tackle? That's what I'm calling it. Well, the chicken, a, we've got the chicken wing yep,
1: with the yeah. arm. we are got with the, the leg. The wishbone. The wishbone. Yeah, um, look, it's the, MR, uh, the match review committee should be looking at it. Yep. Of course they but should. it's too close to origin, mm-hmm. and it's Cam Smith.
0: Proctor, has he didn't complete the game. No. He's gone off with a torn groin. Um, but did anyone see the press conference after the game, Cam Smith, and he was asked about it? Boy, did he play the politician in that post-match what press conference. Pleading his innocence pretty hard yep. and adding weight to his argument, saying, you know, he went and spoke to Proctor after the game. He sought him out. He's gone into the dressing room. Yep. He's my mate. I wouldn't try to hurt him. He was a former teammate. Yep. I made sure I sought him out and made sure he was okay, and I gave him a little pat on the back, and I promised there was no malice in it. Yeah, it Jeez, I, politician
1: it, much? He knew he was in trouble. because oh, yeah. Also, when uh, the, um, the Titans fellow got knocked out, he was there consulting yeah. him and picking him. up. Yeah. where was that when Alex McKinnon yeah. got injured? Mm. All he wanted to do was argue with the referee about the penalty. Yeah. And talking about that, was like a minute to go, and Storm was just giving away penalty after penalty yeah. after penalty on their they line. They did get someone in the bin and, uh, with eight minutes and they left. they called Smith out to tell him. And, Titans. All they want to do is take a tap. It's wandering around in the ten meter area, yeah. talking players individually. You say to the referee, "Just hang on, I've got to tell everybody." Well, we
0: know he's the great, uh, greatest and game And they let him manager. get
1: away with
2: it. I thought the the Titans were affected by a number of penalties that went their way.
0: Yeah, without oh. the
2: advantage being laid. Oh, was a couple one that was times. absolutely
0: caught back. The line is wide open it's out shocker. to the they right. Had a, they go they to had pass a, it, they get caught back. Oh, not
2: be sure. They had a three man overlap. Yeah. I mean, or no, checking for a knock-on, apparently. That's right.
1: That's what I'm talking about. No, the same one. The thing is, like, all you do is you, you play on. Yeah. And if you, you want to advantage. come back to the penalty, exactly. if he doesn't score, that's what the first thing you get taught as a referee. Yeah. Hold off the whistle. That but, was but, a they
0: but they don't. But you see it in rugby union, right? The referee um, puts his arm out, says advantage and advantage, and he plays on a little bit, yeah. and he goes advantage over if he's satisfied that yeah. they've played on enough sufficiently, yeah. otherwise he'll call it back. Why can't we do that a bit more Well, we've league?
1: always done that. Yeah. But all of sudden no, I've never seen it. All of a the sudden they want to just blow penalties.
2: Now can we say if we could go back to the Cameron Smith affair, can we say it was just one of those things happens in the game of rugby league, body contact sport he accidentally took him one way. You know in normal speed it didn't look that bad but when you slowed it down it looked real bad.
0: Well, look,
2: and, and just
1: like he was trying, and he sp- has a reputation for that. He sort does. Of stuff. He he did he the not? Play the ball? Was yeah. he not
0: the inventor of the chicken wing tackle? Mm. The crusher tackle? Yeah. Where did that come from, Melbourne?
1: Yep. Yeah. that's a whole. All he's looking to do is slow the play of the ball down. Yeah, I don't uh, think he cares who he's
0: tackling, no. whether he's his old teammate or not. Mm. He just wants to win by all costs. Yeah. But anyway, we move on to the second game of the double header that saw the much maligned Seagulls take their game. It's their home game. Yep. They took it up north yep. uh, to meet the up and down Broncos when, and it was the Silvertails who came away with a convincing win.
2: Gutsy move or nothing to well. lose.
0: Yeah,
1: they played really well.
0: They did.
2: They played really well.
0: Is uh, it, uh, it season back on track for Manly?
1: I don't know. The Treboivic boys both had blondes they've both yeah. been playing very poorly, I thought. Mm. Jake, they've been having a shocker. Tom's been having a shocker. And, they st- and Tom started bad. Yeah, um, but they really played well. DC went all right. Um, yeah, you know, their forwards uh, powered up the middle. There and really gave it, gave it to the Broncos. Um,
0: yeah. The Broncos didn't play great. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. I'm, I'm
2: not sure it's season back on for Manly. I think it's more a case of the Broncos are very shaky.
0: Well, with this loss. Yeah. This will please you, Stu. The Broncos dropped to ninth on ladder. Mm. There is no Queensland team, aside from Melbourne, yeah. no Queensland team in the top eight.
2: And, th- and this is pre-origin. Pre-origin. Yeah. Uh, and they've got more injury concerns um, with... Hask, he's played oh. about. He's played about nine minutes of rugby league. He's Played
0: three games and all three games. First game he went off with concussion. Next game, no. First game was his ankle, I think. Yep. Didn't finish the game. Second game he got concussed within minutes of going on the field, yep. and with his second tackle in this game, he's dislocated his shoulder.
1: He put him back in and kept going. Yeah, he did. There's a lot to say about to being oh. big
2: because all I've heard for about two months is how big this guy is, but he's not old enough. Yeah, you know, it's one thing about being big, but once, I think mentally your body's got to be yeah,
1: he's like a ready big, for it. He's like a big glass statue. he's he just very, seems very
2: all over the place. He's
1: pretty tough,
0: though, to yeah. relocate yeah. your own shoulder, then go make a tri-saving <coughs> tackle. Well,
2: they, they aren't that hard to find, shoulders. <laughs> uh, but more concerning for the Broncos is the injury to Alex Glenn, and that seems quite serious. Mm. The, whole,
0: the whole more concerning is their whole season. It mm. seems to be it's pretty ordinary, it has to be said. Yeah. We all dance. And we all rejoice. In, in
2: saying that, I, I found it quite an entertaining game
0: to watch. Oh, it was a good game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And
1: just, just coming out of there, I just noticed, this actually it happened in two games. Uh, this was one of them, where the, uh, the dummy halves are milking penalties. Yeah. Players, players getting caught in the play of the ball, they're getting out of the way. One actually in the Melbourne game was actually injured. And he rolled to get away, and the player, dummy half picked the ball up, all they had to do was stand up and pass it, mm. just threw it straight, straight into it. Oh, they do that all the time. And, and you the know referees what? need to say tough luck. No,
2: they need to pen a lot. I reckon it, uh, it's unsportsmanlike, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: This has happened in rugby union years ago where they, halfbacks were pretending to pass the ball from the scrum yep. and getting a penalty, and then the referee said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. I reckon mm. set
2: an example for, for a round and, and say, like, if there's milking, Right, because we're talking about very skillful athletes who can easily manoeuvre themselves to, to not pass the ball into these players. Um, you know, penalise them a couple of times and let's clean up that part of the game.
1: Yeah. All right, but it's, it's a bad look for the game. Cheer, cheer the-
2: The
3: thunder from the sky What though the odds be great or small swans, swans will go in and win over
2: all While her loyal sons are marching Onward to victory
0: They certainly did march on to victory against Hawthorne Hawks It was the tightest of tight tussles Another page in the amazing history of the Swans and Hawks clashes was added, and who would have thought a young kid playing his third game of AFL would be the hero for the Swans? I'm, of course, talking about Ben Ronk with his seven goals. He also affected ten tackles, becoming the only player ever in the history of the <coughs> AFL to do such.
1: Yes, I must admit, I was watching the rugby league, I swapped over the uh, bulk of that last quarter, and uh, he just kicked a goal, and they were saying he'd kick. Six or something at that stage. Kicked and four
0: in the first quarter.
1: I thought, wow. Because mm. I, I was expecting Hawthorne to absolutely smack us. There, <laughs> so was I. But, um, yeah, it was, I thought they were still gone, but they, they came home really strongly that last few minutes. It
0: was such a tight game, the whole game. The the Hawks went ahead, the Swans evened up. The Hawks went ahead, the Swans kicked back. This, you know, the, the whole game, it was just this to and fro. Um but he was named earlier in the week. But then he was withdrawn, pulled out uh, after pulling up a bit tender after training. But I suspect we'll see him next week at home against Frio. Uh, Lloyd's 100th game for the Swans. It was his, He's the, fir- the fastest player to achieve that in the club's history. So well done to Lloyd there. And a debut for 18-year-old Tom McCartan. I'd say he was brought into the side for his height up forward, standing at six foot four. Big talking point that did come out of the game was Luke Parker was reported for a bump. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he's I pre- going for the ball. Well, they're pretty tough on that sort of stuff. He kind of hip and shouldered into the head of, of the op- opponent. Mm, yeah. uh, I predicted a one-week suspension, but fortunately for the Swans, he has been cleared. and he's well, He should be. He's Otherwise, free to game soft. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there no, were people
0: claiming that he wasn't in fact going for the ball and <laughs> he didn't have eyes on the ball. But I I agree with you, Stu, that I think he was going for the ball. It looked kind of worse because he the ball um, clipped his foot and moved direction, so he kind of had an air swing with his hands at the ball. So it didn't look that good for him. But he um, look credit to him. He's a He's a champion player and he stood up. You know, that could have affected him. That was just in the last quarter with about eight, six, eight minutes to go. Came out and kicked the winning goal. So um, hats off to, to Luke Parker there. It's Look they there, are a team full of really young kids. And it's fantastic to see when, when we're missing the players like Hanabree and Buddy that we can call upon these kids to stand up and they hold their own. Look, like they're coming through the system at the Swans. is, mm. is really strong. Well, they have got a good system. And they've got a fantastic system. Well, uh, Eddie likes it. Oh, Eddie loves it. Don't yeah. mention the Swans Academy to Eddie. Yeah,
2: now, I noticed this young fellow with his seven goals broke or put himself in the record books yep. with, um, uh, on a number of things. But for me, the big surprise is looking that did he did he kicked these seven goals, but it was still quite a small score, if you know what I mean. That's got to be...
0: There was only three goal kickers for the Swans. Yeah, yeah. seven to Ronk, three to Will Haywood, who's he's in a bit of a purple patch at the moment, the young kid. Yep. Kicked three goals in these last three games, uh, and the other three goals went to Luke Parker. So. Yep.
2: To, to to kick seven goals in a score of what was it seventy nine? Oh, I can't
0: I can't quite. Yes, you're right. Um, That's amazing. The whole the the way the Swans scored there was out of a lot of stoppages and <coughs> a lot of crumbing for goals, and it really suited the way that Ben Ronk plays. He plays tough. He's a he's a hard tackler. He gets in. He's kind of like a, a new Dan Hannanbury, where he'll just you know you throw a stick into into the bush and the dog runs in and just doesn't come out yeah, until yeah, he's yeah. got it. Yeah. So. He's kind of, of that making um, and so he was crumbing and he's putting himself in really good positions around the ball in the forward line and you know fortune favors the brave sometimes he he managed to scrap and get that ball and he doesn't like to give it up when he's got it this Ben Rock by the looks of it
2: it sounds like he's a keeper for the Swans. Oh, he's an
0: absolute keeper. Yeah. Best on ground for the Swans. Obviously, you can't go past Ben, ben Ronk. Yeah. I thought Will Haywood, as I said, his, his form has continued. And he kicked three goals. Um, and I'm also going to say Gary Rowan. Although his you know, stats and disposals and things um, aren't high in number, uh, I think he's, the way he participated, the hardness of him going to the ball, he took a really um, important mark, and intercept mark for the Swans to get that goal that kicked us ahead i just felt like he really put in in that for the hawks james sicily jack gunston and luke Bruce have found some form and they're, they're just some fantastic players for the hawks and i'm surprised we came away with that win yep, we'll take it though it's hard to beat the hawks in at the mcg yeah we'll definitely take it we move on to frio next week um next saturday night at, at back at home where we haven't won a game this year so it's time to change that boys it's uh, almost the time of the year when everyone gets very excited about blue and maroon. I don't know. Barring injury... If you're,
2: if you're from Queensland, you get excited.
0: Well, yes, yeah. you do. The State of Origin is on our doorstep. Game 1 on Wednesday, the 6th of June at the MCG. Game 2, a Sunday game, June 24 at ANZ Stadium. And Game 3 on Wednesday, July 11 at Suncorp Stadium. Barring injury in the coming weeks, are there any players' names who we can confidently print on the back of the jersey yet? So what we'll do this week is we'll go through our back line for New South Wales, mm-hmm. and in the coming weeks we'll go through our forward pack. Are there any players that you have penned in, not just penciled in, but penned in for New South Wales?
2: It's tough. It's tough, but in saying that, I think... New South Wales is probably in a in a in a better place because it's it's I think everyone knows it's time to go with some new blood, and with new blood comes uh, renewed hope. I guess, I guess for me the only one of the only ones that I can really feel confident in at this stage and and there is a question mark on him, but would be Tedesco. I think he's got a really? I think he's got to hold his it's spot. The
0: only one you are confident in. And Maloney. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got Maloney penned in there. I've also got on the wing uh, Josh car Yep. I think he deserves the run. The ones that I've penciled in at this point, um, Luke Keery, uh, I think. I think he can pair with, given... I'm not sure what's happening with... Um, Cleary, Nathan Cleary. Okay, he, look, so he's potentially back this next week against the Tigers.
2: When we when we talk about Maloney, have you got him at 5-8 or at half back?
0: At
2: 5-8. Stewie?
0: I've got him at half. Who have you got at
1: 5-8? <sighs> Either Kiri or Green I'd like to see there.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I mean, 6 or 7, I've got... Yeah, Green, I don't think they'll pick him. I think he's in good form, but I don't think they'll pick him. So, my six and seven, are, yeah, between Maloney and Keery.
1: Yeah, So I've gone a little bit different. What I've done is I've picked who I would pick mm-hmm. as a wow. back line yeah, and yeah. who Fittler would pick. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, give it to us. So on form, I'd pick Gutherson at fullback, Addo, Carr <laughs> and Cottrick on the wings, Aitken and uh, Latrell Mitchell in the centres, Green and Maloney. But Fitler will pick to So who
0: was in your centres, Latrell Mitchell?
1: And Aitken. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. yeah. I agree with... Yeah.
1: So, uh, but Teddy will, uh, so Fittler will pick Teddy at fullback. you mm-hmm. will pick Ferguson and Trebojevic on the wings. you will pick Dugan and Jimmy the Jet in the well, centres. they
0: can't pick Dugan because he's got a broken foot. Oh,
1: they'll pick him anyway.
0: I think James, James Roberts. I think, I think he... He's, I've penciled him in on my yeah. wing.
1: Mm. And you will probably pick, Mo- pick Moylan at 5'8", Maloney at halfback. Moylan... Oh, Could you not lovely. have Gutherson on the wing? I think he's the spot's fullback.
2: Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think... I don't think he'll be picked. Yeah, like... Oh, he won't be let's, picked. Let's,
0: let's look at... But picking, I don't think he... I don't let's think he's
2: let's a, look hmm. at long-term. I mean, what we need is a situation where we have someone like a Smith, a Cronk, and a Slater who are going to be there and be the backbone of yeah. hopefully what is going to be a successful phase for New South Wales Rugby League. That person is Tedesco. You think? Or Turbo.
0: Yeah.
2: But I think Turbo's probably got a look at being on the wing. Mm,
0: I don't know. He's too
2: good a player not to have enough. He's
0: been terribly out of form until last night's game and only halfway through it. Can you pick an out-of-form player in his position, let alone out of position?
2: Yeah, form is temporary.
1: They've been doing it for years. Oh,
0: I know, but I do, like, I understand. I Who's fully, class? I fully agree yeah. that we need to stick and pick, pick and stick, right yeah. with with those key players. Yep. Yeah. Um. And I and I wonder where does Nathan Cleary figure in this mix? I mean, obviously he's going to be the choice halfback yeah, if
1: he's fit.
0: If he's fit, like so, he'll have perhaps two games up his sleeve before. First game of Origin. If he returns next week against the Tigers, as we suspect he will do, yep. is that enough? Is two games plus the Origin camp is that enough to pick him?
2: No, and probably, probably given the injury, another year of developing his game wouldn't be the worst thing.
0: So you don't think they'll pick him for any three games?
2: It depends on the results. If they win, if they win without him, then he can't get picked, can he?
0: Oh, well, you can change him
2: winning you, you've team. You've got a well, oh, I think you, you reward whoever was there because it's such a key position. Uh, what about Adam Reynolds? Mm. At least he's got a bit of um, mileage, mm. a bit of experience, mm. and we know it's sort of temporary, so is he the temporary filler?
1: Mm. Maloney like to...
2: and Reynolds is not, doesn't sound the worst, does it?
0: I just don't know that they complement each other that well. Yeah. I, I feel like there'd be a clash of <laughs> a clash of egos there. You'd, that you'd lovely st-
1: to know what's going on in Freddie's head.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't mind your team there, Stu Nick Cotriga. I'm, I'm I'm not convinced about fullback yet. I'm still my jury's out on that one. But I I wouldn't mind seeing James Roberts on the wing. I yeah. think if we can get him some good ball um, and get him in, involved in the game, he's got that X factor that you like to see. I I would have him in my team. Josh Adokar, he's got to be there. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. I still feel they won't pick him. Adokar. Yeah. Of course, they'll pick him.
1: I don't think. Hundred
0: percent, they have got to. They'll,
1: Ferguson will get a gig. Ferguson, Ferguson will get a gig.
0: Look, he's been playing okay. No, he he
2: had a pretty good game last night.
0: He oh, has been playing yeah, okay.
1: They, right they won by thirty-two nil. Yeah. He looks good when yeah. he's like a lot of players. Oh, going to look good. They look good when you're winning by. The big fortunate
0: nut. thing is that Duto can't in, be buddy, picked because he, you know they they would go with that old pairing again, yep. but you know he's injured and he's yep. not available now at this point.
2: There's also another name and we've mentioned him on the show for the opposite reasons, is Bird.
0: No. Nah. No. Nah. totally out of form. <coughs> his trip up to Brisbane has massively backfired. Mm. Where's he playing? Is he yeah. fullback? Is he wing? And the only is he back The
2: only reason I say his name is wasn't he the incumbent off the bench?
0: Yeah, he was. Mm. Might have, off, on this current form and what's been going on in Brisbane where yep. he's completely lost his mojo, yep. because of the failed experiment that, that Wayne Bennett's been putting him through.
3: yeah he, well, he looks totally like
0: can't pick. Looks he. like
1: he's twenty kilos Did, it, away, yeah, did
0: yeah. he even play much, last night's game? Too many. It was there? Too much. He was there, but no one saw him, and he was ineffective. Yeah. So there's absolutely no way. I, he could pick.
2: I, I, I feel it's time to go Latrell Mitchell. He's going to get there eventually. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Get him in there. Um, you know, and hopefully he's he been, rises he's to the occasion. Him fast
1: him. He's got a couple of mistakes in him, but yeah.
2: Look, you know, at that level.
0: Yeah. I also don't mind your idea of Nick Kotrick there, Stu. Well,
1: he he, yeah. Look, you give him the ball one-on-one, he'll score. Yeah. And uh, put it under a bomb, he'll take it.
0: Well, all we know is that there's still a lot of conjecture going on and a lot of arguing.
2: What we need to do at some stage later today or in the next day or two is I think we need to um, put our... Uh, teams put our backs up on our Facebook page.
0: We will certainly do that. We're
2: still, we've still got a few question marks. Yeah, Stewie's still, obviously pretty well, definite. Yeah,
0: fullback. I've got no idea. I'm still not convinced either way. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Well, see what you come up with.
0: Look, it's a similar problem that the selectors will probably have themselves as they sit around a table and, as we have just done, argue their points. But uh, all right, next week we'll come back with our forward line and mm. see what we can come up with.
3: It's coming in the moon bags humming you Utah.
0: Jets are soaring after knocking over the Ladder Looters 34-20 yesterday. Joining us to give us the ins and outs of the mighty win is the Jets GM, Stu McCarthy, a very happy Stu McCarthy, one would imagine. Uh, yeah. Good morning, Stu
3: morning all. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums. You've just got me on a Mother's Day coffee run, so uh, the timing's perfect. Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was, um, we've never won out at Auburn Keach um, against Mounties and in 13 times we've played them since 2012. We've actually only beaten them twice. Oh. But, uh, Terry Liberopoulos has put together a match day program uh, for all the clubs this year because of the league decided not to do the game day program and there was a a little tidbit in it, um, but when we got to the ground about that particular, st- that, you know, the stat. So, I uh, was able to use that to great effect with the boys, um, and um, you know they put in the best performance of the year by far. We were a bit busted going in. We lost Trent Hodgkinson and Simon Manley um, the day before. Um, Britton Cora and Bray Ellie have been pulled up to, to first grade. And got some injuries up there, so. A couple, of, and Lockie Stein, um, you know, was out as well. So we had four changes, but everybody that came into the side, you know, really performed. It was a great team effort. Uh, the forwards held their own, and we played some really, really good football. Mounties um, have a, a very, very big pack, and they play a very compressed defence. Um, so they're impossible to get through the middle, but. You know, once we kind of really got over the ad line, we are able to kind of really get some, you know, make some really good penetration through their edges. Uh, Will Kennedy was just on fire, our fullback. Matty Evans was great. Um, yeah, just a really outstanding team performance. So, uh, um, you know, we really kind of showed that on our day we can match it with the big boys and and, and and even do better than that. I mean, Mountie scored two late tries, you know, to make the score a bit closer than it was. But all well, in terms... Yeah, you know, intents and purposes, um, yeah, yeah, we, we really put them to the sword. And it was funny, as um, I was speaking to their GMC for bit here after the game. And I said, mate, we had to beat you one day. And he said, mate, as soon as I saw that in the program, I wanted to kill whoever gave Terry that information. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we were taught we were on a hiding to nothing. So. Mm.
0: Well, it's a massive confidence booster going forward in the season, surely?
3: Well, it's a launch pad sure and that's what Matt I talked about after the game you know we've, we've showed in, in glimpses that we can you know play some really good footy now it's a, you know we've kind of made a statement in terms of you know going out to you know Mountie's home ground and really you know giving it to them so it, it, the challenge for the boys is, is to keep that up kind of week in week out and again especially since you know we had a, a you know a Charlton Schaufhausen I think he pronounced it he's been Playing really well, in Ron Massey for Glebe. He was on Boo and you know a, a lot of our contracted players, all guys that came up. So um, to do that out there with, with the team we have was, is, 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 you know, really, as you say, a real confidence booster. But the challenge is consistency, and we've we've spoken about that all year. So next so, week when we play Wyong it's, you know, it's it, you know it's a it's a matter of kind of maintaining that level of football.
2: Yeah, and you said you you lost Trent Hodgkinson. You you didn't lose him to Manly, did you?
3: Ah uh, yes, no. He signed with Manly for eighteen months. So oh. um, yeah, that was uh, the, I, my understanding of the situation. There is if he was able to get a deal that was longer from a year, that you know mm. Cronulla would reluctantly be happy to let him go. And you know, it, it's a great thing for Trent, you know, getting an eighteen month deal, and it's a you know great signing for Manly because they really need some bolstering in that in that area. Yeah, so, is, is that a so, big
2: loss? Has he had he played much for you guys?
3: No, he hadn't played at all. So yeah. I mean yes, it's a loss in terms of depth in that position in, in, in the club and at Cronulla. but um, you know, it is just we, we we haven't seen him in Newtown colours, so and you know, in that position we've got a couple of guys that, you know, can cover playing Ron Massey at the moment as well. So um you never like to lose them but we're just gonna deal with it
1: it's a huge fall from grace after being like the, the person who won us the state of, origin. state of origin we've won in a million years yeah. and now he's he's battling away he can't even get a gig
3: um oh i mean he's got a gig now and that yeah. and that, that's deserved i mean injuries haven't been kind mm. you know to Trent over the last couple of years and it, you know even going into that two fourteen origin you know he he he'd had problems with his knees as well so um you know you can't ever take away what he achieved in that series um He's, you know, he's still flying his trade and doing the best he can, and you know he'll be a handy, handy signing for Manly. Yeah, he's um, a
1: not- likeable bloke anyway.
2: Well, it's nice to see. him. That's where it all started for him yeah. all those years back. I think he was a Eels junior. Um, it's nice to see him go. Yeah,
3: Cameron
2: Matter junior. I'm pretty
0: yeah. sure. No, there you go. I think it's a good signing for Manly. They're in a lot of um, salary cap woes, aren't they? Yeah. So to be able to pick him up, and as you said, to boost their um, stocks, I think it's a good signing for them. Now, next week. Done. You were away week, this
3: week, just, or you are back at home? Yeah. Back at home, uh, Magic Round, New South Wales Rugby League Magic Round, triple header. So we got three ISP games at Hinton Park. Wow. Um, Mounties and uh, Wentworthville playing at 11 o'clock. Uh, that game was originally scheduled for five, so we've changed the timing on that. Um, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think he's getting his so, coffee. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of eleven. Then the Warriors and St George, Ulawira. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Warriors <laughs> and St George are on TV on channel nine at one o'clock, and we play a while on at three. Three. It's going to be a bit later than three, but around about three o'clock, we'll say. Okay. So. Um, yeah, all roads lead to
0: Henson Park next Saturday. Next Saturday. Sounds like it. So we will let you go, Stu, so you can deal with the roosters <laughs> and the angry a, coffee. Yeah, I, I sorry, people. Sorry, guys. People get very angry if they don't. I have think their we've coffee just
2: we've just experienced a mic. male multitasking, <laughs>
0: multitasking
2: <laughs> <laughs> on Mother's Day. So
3: thanks very much, guys, and um, yeah, we'll talk again next week and hopefully uh, after another Jets victory. Perfect. Okay. Sounds great, right,
1: Stu. Right. Enjoy we'll your, see your coffee, Stu. See you. See you, yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> cheers, guys. <laughs> thank you. Yeah.
0: We spend a lot of time talking about sport that happens on our shores, but there are a lot of Aussies abroad around the world who are doing some pretty marvellous things, and so we thought we'd give you an update, make it a very international show this morning. I'm going to kick us off with the NBA playoffs. Now, there's only one Aussie left in the NBA playoffs with Joe Ingalls, Utah Jazz, and Ben Simmons, Philadelphia. 76 is going down during the week. Aaron Baines, who plays for the Boston Celtics, is the only player left flying the Aussie flag. Probably the only one I haven't heard of. And the only one you haven't heard of? Oh, he's a big, tall bloke. He's got... Uh, what, a
1: basketball? I know,
0: it's shocking, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you'll recognise him if you saw a photo. He's got that um, kind of man bun at the top, undercut thing happening. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, his team, the Celtics, uh, the team that accounted for the 76ers 5-1 in their um, conference, will, they'll take on LeBron James' Cleveland Cavaliers. And the winner of that conference will meet the winner of the other conference between the Houston Rockets and Steph Curry's Golden State Warriors. So that's a bit of NBA news there.
1: We've got some Aussies in the NBA. Oh, don't a stack we. of them. Can you imagine what our... Um, the Boomers. The Boomers going to be like.
0: Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be very exciting. Is that yeah, good for really our economy? For... I don't know. Is it?
2: And bring that money that they're earning back to Australia one day?
0: Well, they're going to next... I think it's next year or this, later this year. There's two games down in um, Melbourne, the Australia versus um, the United States. And apparently they're going to be a pretty decent strength side that they're going to send over. So on both on both teams. So mm. if you're into it, if you're into basketball, look that up. Mm. Now the final round of EPL is this week. Uh, West Brom Stoke and Swansea will be relegated. Uh, Watford's back for another year, but two draws during the week to Huddersfield against Chelsea and Manchester City sees Aaron Moy's team remain another season in the top draw, while Matt Ryan kept his gloves off. Uh, in Brighton's 1-0 victory over Manchester United last week to ensure that the Seagulls also stay afloat in the EPL. So some of our Aussie boys are doing all right over there. And we've got some Rugby Sevens World Series news. Uh, There's just two rounds to go in the World Series and the women's Rugby Sevens team sits on top of the ladder ahead of Nemesis New Zealand by six points. Uh, with 20 points for the win of the tournament, 18 for second place, and 16 for third, the Pearls, who we uh, the Rugby Sevens team are known as, the Pearls will be keen to keep ahead of their rivals heading into the final round in Paris on June 8. So the girls continue to go well there.
1: Yep, going going very well the girls, and I'm still. I think they're still hurting after that uh, Ooh, yeah. loss in the, the uh, Commonwealth Games. Yeah, picking uh,
0: up the silver to the Kiwis. Yeah, that rivalry continues.
1: And because uh, uh, we mentioned earlier, Jason Day's flying the Aussie flag over in the Players' Championship. Uh, he's finished the day with a 71, one under par. uh will be at minus nine, tied for fourth. And he's oh, nine shots behind the leader, Webb Simpson, who's just absolutely having a day out over there. Uh, he's hit, hit, a, hit out of a bunker to get an eagle. Oh, um, everything's just going for him.
0: Everything's falling, everything's coming up millhouse Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Some Mark, looks
1: like Mark Leishman's, oh, Adam Scott's tied 16th at minus seven. Mark Leishman's also on minus seven. They're in the mix, the Aussies, but we're I think we're, uh, one Web day Simpsons, to go. He's too far in front. He's quite a long way. He's going to, he's going to have to play like me to lose from there. He's going to have to
0: come out and choke, isn't he? Yep. On day four.
1: Greg Norman. Mm-hmm.
2: Does anyone remember a bloke called Peter Siddle?
0: The Banana Man.
2: The Banana Man. Actually, when I Googled him, that was the second thing. It had Peter Siddle, and then it had next Peter Siddle, banana, <laughs> and then Peter Siddle, wife.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, she did transform him. this was is Beethoven's favourite fruit, wasn't it?
2: Yep. So he's he's banana. currently going banana. pretty pretty strong for Essex playing in England. I think he's still trying to... By playing in England, just to, to put the message out to the selectors that, you know, next series, Still next time we coming in. play yeah. test again. Um, but, yeah, he's been taking some wickets. I think uh, he played against uh, Yorkshire Joe Root's team, and they were dismissed for pretty low score in the first innings, 50. Oh! Of which... Um, Peter Siddle took three for seven off about four Wowza. overs there, mm. um, and then later on in the day I think took another two wickets in their in their second innings. There you go. Uh, so six six wickets in a day. So he's he's going well. Have you guys been following any of this ridiculous IPL? No, I refuse no. to. Oh, okay. We've got obviously a lot of Aussies playing abroad I I in, think in that, that tournament.
0: I just have personal stance against this particular. Like, this particular competition, so much money goes into it. Yep. And just down the road, outside of the stadium, we've got all these slums and, you know, I just yeah. feel like the disparity between the rich and the poor and that is just...
1: And it's, it's India. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we I
0: know what I gather,
2: Shane Warne's team. The
0: Rajasthan, the Rajasthan Royals. The Rajasthan
2: Royals are performing quite well. So there you go. he's uh, continuing his uh, successful ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt and when we
2: say on and off the field... Uh, we mean cricket. Yes,
1: yeah. Matt, Matt Renshaw has been firing very well for his English county side yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah
2: Well, that's that's one, one we a, that's one we want to keep. That's one we want to keep a close yeah. eye on because obviously now he's that spot is open, open up for him. He's had that yeah. little dropping where they say, "Come on, mate, mm. mind has to be totally on your uh, on your career here." And I think it's time for him to to take things to the next level.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, almost chafe to ball time with the Tour de France looming. But mm. before that, they, they um, have the Giro d'Italia. And Aussie Rowan Dennis has managed to wear the pink jersey um, during some of the stages there. And means he's the first Australian to wear the pink jersey in all three of the um, Grand Tours. Mm. So, big news there. All right. Today, we've got um, the Dragons against the, the Rabbitohs. Big game there. And a couple of good games in the AFL with Collingwood and Geelong playing as well. Happy Mother's Day to all our mothers out there. Stay safe. We'll chat with you next week. Bye. See ya.